Aloha, travellers. This is Shirley Ann for the Travellers Ukulele Gig Guide podcast, where we talk to people about travel and ukulele. Thanks for listening. Now, today I'm heading down to New South Wales, and I'd love to introduce to you a new friend that I even met on socials, on Facebook on the Traveller's Ukulele Gig Guide page because we have things in common. Folks, can I introduce you to Alita? Hi, Alita. Aloha. Hello, hey, everyone. <laughs> How are you going? Alita, could you tell the travellers a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, I live in New South Wales on the mid-north coast uh, in a beautiful part of the world called Port Stephens. And... Um, it is happy hour. Thank Ooh. you very much. Yes. Cheers uh, to you. Cheers to you and to everyone who's listening. Um, I live in a beautiful, beautiful part of the world surrounded by national parks and gorgeous beaches and um, we're on um, a couple of acres of bushland here. You might hear a couple of dogs running around and barking in the background. Um, so, yeah, and we have got a caravan and that's how I found the Traveller's Ukulele Gig Guide because I was travelling around and was keen to connect with like-minded musical people. So, uh, yeah, so that's kind of my story about how I met, met Shirley Ann and then discovered the ukulele, um, the Traveller's Ukulele Gig Guide. Mm, fantastic. All right. Well, um, I do, I, I don't have a caravan yet. <laughs> she says. But some people out there, particularly the boys, the men that are listening, they're interested in those manly details. So, Alita, could you tell us what type of caravan you have and tell us some of the ins and outs of your travelling vehicle? Well, um, I'm not actually really up on all of that because guess what? My husband is right into that detail. I can say it's a titanium off-road caravan. It's 19 and a half feet long. Um, and, yeah, it's big enough for two humans and two dogs. Uh, and, yeah, so uh, we've had um, lots of short trips, uh, but um, recently we've done two rather long, longer trips. And um, that um, one of those with the dogs and one without the dogs, but both of them with ukuleles. So, <laughs> um, now, uh, Alita, you have a, a pseudonym, I think, um, on our page, um, the Traveller's Ukulele Gig Guide, and it's Holly something or rather, isn't it? Holly Go Lightly. Yes, that's me. Uh, when I used to um, have a role in the corporate world, I didn't want to want all of my my team to see me drinking margaritas and in my swimsuit so I um, had uh, a Facebook pseudonym and that is Holly Go Lightly which is Audrey Hepburn's character's name in Breakfast at Tiffany's. That is exactly right I love it I love it very much. Now you did mention that you did a couple of long haul trips from your lush acreage in New South Wales um, up Australia and I say up because it was around my area in far north Queensland, isn't that Correct. right? Correct, yes. This year we travelled up uh, as far as Cooktown and we went up via the east coast and then 
uh, got up to Cooktown and then came back down inland and through the Atherton Tablelands and Carnarvon Gorge and out to Gadooga to the hot um, the hot baths there, the artesian baths, and then um, out to the Indigenous fish traps at Brilorina and then back home um, to the north coast here. So, yeah, we were away um, for about eight weeks, had a great time, took the dogs with us, which was the first time that we'd um, travelled with the dogs for any length of time. Um, and, yeah, we, we just had a fantastic time. And I use the Ukulele Traveller's Gig Guide um, to hook up with a whole bunch of really amazing people. Um, and I know you, you actually will probably do know some of these groups and um, I see you travelling around quite a bit as well. Um, the, the trip that we had done the year before, uh, I hooked up with the guys at um, Dukes in Darwin and um, they were such a welcoming group and um, we had a great time. They meet at the Buff Club on a Tuesday night and um, there was about 25 people there. They have a songbook. They're very organised. And that was the first place that I heard Arafura Pearl by a ukulele oh, group. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, I loved it. Lovely, lovely. There's Arafura Pearl and Arafura Sea. You know, beautiful, oh. beautiful songs from up that way. Now, um, Elisa, you did mention you were up with the Dukes up in Northern Territory and they meet at the Buff Club. Can I get that spelling right? Is it B-U-F-F? Yes, B-U-F-F, Buff Club. Okay, I don't know what that stands for. Well, yeah. we might just want to underline everybody wear your britches <laughs> because it's not really a Buff Club. But, yes, we should have a look at that Dukes and Darwin in the Northern Territory. We need to yep. get up there. Um, so you connected with some different groups in and around your travels. Um, how yeah. how um, not important as word. How um, what is the feeling when you are uh, arriving in a new town? Got your little ukulele in your hand. You know, there's a ukulele club that you might visit. What's the feeling that you get when you uh, think you're going to join in? Well, I usually try and connect with somebody from the club beforehand um, with a phone call um, just to double check, you know, is it on this week, um, that sort of thing. So, yeah, a phone number or um, an email, finding them through a DM through Facebook and just connecting with at least one person there. So when I turn up, I've got somebody, for example, at um, Agnes Waters, um, the awesome group, Agnes Waters, I think social ukulele mob or something like that. Anyway, I connected with Lynn and um, Lynn was very welcoming. She explained how it all worked. So I didn't feel too trepidatious turning up because I already knew the drill. So there's a little, you know, you sign in at the door, you put your little gold coin in the box and Lynn, of course, cottoned on who I was straight away and made me feel incredibly welcome, then introduced me around to the group and so on and so on. So I think making that connection beforehand is, for me, um, made it easier to walk into a group that some of the groups are very well established. They've been playing together for a really long time. So, um, yeah, having that 
um, person that can take you around and introduce you is really, I think, helps break the ice. Um, and also, of course, you worry about will I be able to play? Will I be able to keep up with everybody um, and be able to add something, whether that's some vocal harmony or, you know, what am I going to be able to do? Um to kind of repay the kindness and yeah and in every situation that was never a problem because yeah they're so welcoming and people are just happy with anything that you do even if it's single thumb strums and just getting the chords and doing your thing so yeah it's really good fantastic thanks so much um look i just want to check in at this point because you've shared with us a few a couple of bits of gold and and I don't know whether the travellers caught it or they might have missed it but I want to go back to uh, your downward trip from Cooktown. From Cooktown you went to um, the Artresian Basin, uh, the Artresian Baths. Um, what were they called again? Well that was at Gaduga. They've just put in new um, a new pool at Gaduga, brand new and, and um, there's a free camp area there and so you can free camp and the baths are free. Oh, and when you, yes, yeah, this, yeah. this you is like a free hot tip of gold, hot tip of gold. <laughs> Come on, good do go. How do you spell it? <laughs> well, good G O O D double O G A. Fantastic. And yeah, fantastic. Really wonderful hot baths. I had a great time there. Very friendly community. And um, from there, then we headed over to see the Indigenous fish traps at Brewarana. They're quite close to each other. Um, and that was incredibly interesting. So from Gaduga, you can actually just do a day trip to Brewarana. Okay. You put that on your, uh, tell that to Siri, stick that into the itinerary. Yeah. Um, a, a free camp area beside Artesian baths. Come on. That's got to be good for your travel. That's pretty good. And I can recommend somewhere else, if you're into having a bath in some nice hot water, Talaru Hot Springs, which is oh. further north. Um, but Talaru Hot Springs was amazing. And it's um, uh, actually an Indigenous enterprise and they have developed the most beautiful baths, including private plunge pools, which is very nice. Okay. Um, I, I need this because I am an incredible i ro roam the world looking for a good jacuzzi or a christian <laughs> spring is just as good i'll take it i'll go to japan um i'm through new zealand i'm anywhere where i can find one and these ones they're in north queensland are they yes <gasps> yeah i didn't even know travelers i need to go there exploring go. if you're going to go to the andara lava tubes um go to talaru hot springs because it's quite close nearby beautiful there you go really there's lovely. some context for you okay andara lava tubes and yes talaru hot springs talaru springs very oh. friendly indigenous community run enterprise it was fantastic fantastic i remember how to um remember that go and tell aru Talaru. <laughs> All right, that's fantastic. Now, I wanted to ask you also, did I forget the other part of what we just spoke about? You connected with well, the, another thing that um, 
Alita just said that uh, to ease her trepidation, perhaps, uh, she reached out before she uh, went to the group just to check in the details. And then you're not putting yourself uh, between a rock and a hard place or you're not missing out, travellers. So consider doing that. Uh, we have the Ukulele Gig Guide National Club List on the page. It's just a PDF. It's a bit of a work in progress. We strive to update it every month or whenever new listings come about. Um, and then we encourage you to um, use that information to reach out to the organisers of the clubs that you'll be heading towards uh, to find out or check details because Lord knows things change, don't they? One of the benefits of reaching out is that the locals know a whole lot of information about where you're going. And, for example, um, when I was connecting with um, Richard and Ange at Tropicama, we actually ended up staying on their property because they have an arrangement through hip camps where if you're a self-contained caravan or motorhome you can, or even campers, you can actually stay on their property. Um, and so that was really wonderful. They're on the edge of the rainforest um, uh I'm just trying to remember where that is, near Brampton, Brampton Beach. Brampton Beach. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I think that would give people the idea of where that is. And um, it, it, it was absolutely awesome. It's so beautiful. A cassowary wandered through our camp. Um, we, were, we had a great jam on the Saturday morning. They do it every week at 10 o'clock. And uh, there was, you know, a whole host of people there playing lots of different instruments, the chickens were running around. We have a barbecue at lunchtime. It was awesome. Um, so, yeah, once again, like they gave us so many tips about places to see, um, obviously where to stay, and um, then the jam on Saturday. So it was a great way to get local knowledge as well. Fantastic. Um, Alita, it sounds like you've had some adventures in Australia, <laughs> yes. in and around Australia. Could you give us two more of your adventures that you've you've had that really uh, stick with you in your memory and that you'd like to pass on to the listeners? Uh, well, I did drop into um, Townsville, Ukes as mm. well. Townsville was fantastic, a beautiful town. We had the most wonderful um, caravan site right opposite the beach and in walking distance to all of the restaurants and so on. So that was really lovely. Um, but um, the Townsville group were really um, a different kind of different dynamic again because they get together and I think there were 40 or 50 people in the beer garden at the pub at the Bellevue Hotel and we're outside with a big screen and it was just a delightful tropical evening sitting in the beer garden and everyone was, once again, super friendly. And um, Lindsay there was the connection that I made. So Lindsay introduced me around. And, yeah, they have a, a proper jam. They put the music up on the big screen and everybody plays along. Um, different singers get up and have a go. And, yeah, it was really good fun. And once again... Um, a few different um, people playing um, perhaps, you know, a little bit of guitar or stuff like that in the group as well, which was kind of nice and 
um, people doing some improvisation up the back while the rest were playing chords. So it was fun. So, um, yeah, Townsville was a, a really good place. And then um, while I was in your neck of the woods, I dropped into um, the music store in Cairns and that was amazing. The biggest range of ukuleles on hand I have ever seen and I ended up buying a banjolele. So that was a big highlight of my trip, um, acquiring a new instrument along the way. Uh, and so now I'm trying to learn um, banjolele. So that was Great, great service, a really great range of um, musical instruments in store and really knowledgeable staff. They are like steeped in the culture of ukulele, right into it, really deep, which you don't often get in music stores. Well, um, uh, Alita is referring to Rick Montgomery's Music City, which is in Sheridan Street in Cairns. And, of course, um, he is uh, a cornerstone of ukulele in um, far north Queensland and was quite um, – in and and uh, I think my ukulele duo, the Jazzy Ladies and Rick's ukulele group, the Bad Boys of Uke, are, are the two professional ukulele uh, groups in far north Queensland and he does have a lot of ukuleles on the wall yes um Tropicana <laughs> is also run by um I should know this they're my friends Richard and Angela down at Bramston Beach and you're right you can find uh I think camping what is it some astronomical price of $20 per night is it? $20 a night, yes. <laughs> Come and stay in yeah. the rainforest in far north Queensland and wait for the cassowary to go past for $20 a night travelling. <laughs> and if you get there on yeah. a Friday, you can have ukulele jam or music jam at 10 o'clock the next day. That is fantastic. Um, Alita, it's lots of kilometres between Brampton Beach and down your part of the world. What do you listen to on the radio when you're travelling? What's your what's your go-to travellers playlist, Medea? Well, I've got to admit I am a Spotify person and so I have lots of playlists that I've got set up on Spotify. But I actually really like, I, I set up playlists on Spotify based on what we're doing in the groups that I play with here at home um so i'm associated with two different groups here which um, that's a side conversation um but whatever we're playing i set up playlists so that i can hear those songs um by the original artists so yes my poor husband gets to listen to those over and over and over again but um I also like to listen to my spotify playlist that spotify plays for me and that's how i discover new music generally is through um, those suggested playlists that Spotify puts together for me. Um, the other thing that we do in the car a lot is podcasts. And um, so not, yeah, it's a kind of a balance of listening to music, but also listening to podcasts. And um, one of my favourite uh, podcasts is Strong Song by Kirk Hamilton, where um, Kirk is a professional musician and he'll pick apart a song um, like Fleetwood Mac, Rhiannon, for example, and he will analyse the song and he'll tell you everything that is happening in that song and what how the instruments are coming together and how the musication, how the musicality brings it all together. And it can be quite technical, but he also leaves it at different layers of 
technical expertise so that even if you don't know a huge amount, you can still keep up with what he's talking about. And, yeah, I love it. So um, Strong Songs by Kirk Hamilton. Um, I've also been listening to um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who is, you might remember her from Elaine from Seinfeld. Well, she's doing a podcast where she interviews wise older women and it's called Wiser Than Me and that has been fantastic. Everybody from Jane Fonda, like every older and wiser American woman is fodder for her uh, to interview and I've, I have found that really fascinating as well. And then I also, I'm a big reader, so I also listen to a podcast called Stories Behind the Story, Mm. um, which is, I must confess, um, my friend Cheryl um, is the um, interviewer and she interviews authors, Australian authors as well as international authors and tells you all about what the latest books are and what's hot and reviews books and talks to authors so I really enjoy that too and then of course I create a book list <laughs> so um Fantastic. yeah so, uh podcasts, we've got podcasts we've got music we've got book lists we've got ukuleles we've got groups we've got a Facebook page social media omg all we need is wi-fi and we can change yes. yeah well the thing is I found if there is a mining town nearby, there will be good Wi-Fi. So, yes. And here's another tip for travellers. When the miners finish work at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the Wi-Fi goes really bad because they all get on and they're talking to home and doing their things on Wi-Fi. So it's better to do your stuff in the morning when they're working if you're trying to do anything on Wi-Fi and then leave the evening for the miners to do their thing. But, yeah, mining towns have always got really, really good Wi-Fi. Okay, that's a very hot tip there, travellers. Now, um, Alita, <laughs> I want to just also allude to the fact that, um, a.k.a. Holly Go Lightly, you have contributed as a member to creating a resource for the Travellers Ukulele Gig Guide, haven't you? Could you just I have, let us know what that what that is all about. Well, I am really interested in ukulele festivals. Um, I'm part of a group here in Port Stephens and we are called the Tomaree. We, we have a big headland here called Tomaree Headland and we are called the Tomaree Eucastra. Um, and we are um, very lucky to have a gentleman who comes up here once a week on a Monday at 10 o'clock. If anyone's around... Port Stevens on Monday at 10 o'clock, come and join us. Mark Jackson comes up from Newcastle and does a lesson with us every Monday. There's about 30 or so of us that get together. We have a lesson from Mark and Mark and his wife Jane run um, other Eucastras in the Newcastle region and they put together one big Eucastra to take from all of the members of those five different Eucastras and we go to ukulele festivals like the Blue Mountains Festival or the Melbourne Ukulele Festival, Central Coast Ukulele Festival and, of course, the Newcastle Ukulele Festival. Um, And so uh, they go to the 
Um, Jane takes her choir to the National Folk Festival. So I love festivals. I love getting inspired by other groups at festivals. And I thought, well, when I'm travelling around, I don't just want to know about the gigs that are on. I'd like to know about the festivals that are happening in the different places that I'm travelling to. So I've started a list and anyone that's got more to add, please write in and let us know. Just do it on Facebook and I will add it to the list. Um, but we're starting to build up a nice big list of festivals that are happening all around Australia throughout the year. And it's sorted by month. So if you're in Cairns um, or you're near Magnetic Island during the right month of the year, there is a festival that you can go to. Or if you are in Melbourne at a certain time of the year, there is the Melbourne Ukulele Festival. So it can help you find where the festival is that's near you. So, um, yeah, because I felt like I would like to know that stuff, so I figured other people would too. There you um, go. And this is why um, it's the uh, necessity that drives the creative process. So, um, Elisa, a.k.a. Holly, thank you so very much um, for that. Um, now, I think we've got about 10 minutes left of our conversation. So let me just check in with you. Um, we've spoken about your local group. We've spoken about your traveling tips, and you've got a lot. Thank you so much. We've spoken about some uh, travels around uh, Australia. We've spoken about what you listen to on the road. Um, I guess one thing that I've got left to ask you is, what is your big ukulele dream? Ah, uh, well, <laughs> um. It's kind of a dream that may never happen, but um, out of the big group that we have on a Monday, um, we have a smaller group um, called the Tomaree Jam Tarts, and there's um, there's nine of us. We we enjoy playing together, and we like making music that has something a little more interesting in it, like some riffs or a montuno or some something that makes it musically interesting. We enjoy singing harmonies. And so I really like arranging that music and bringing all those parts together. But generally I only get to hear the part I'm playing really well and kind of can hear what everyone else is. What I would love is to be able to stand out there <laughs> at the front to hear how that's coming across. Um, and we can do that by recording, but I would like the power to be in two places at once, back here playing and out the front listening to how it's sounding as well when everybody is doing their parts and it's all coming together. That would be a little piece of magic that I would love to have. Wow, if you figure out how you can do that, let me know. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, I think one of the wonderful things about ukulele is that you meet all these fantastic people and um, there's something about ukulele people that um, they're just open to new things, I guess, and open to um, collaborating. And I think the collaboration side of playing ukulele really interests me and so 
that part of um, the creative process is really in my zone, so to speak. Alita, mm. thanks so much for talking to us. Uh, just quickly, what's your favourite song to play at the moment? And number two, what sort of ukulele are you playing apart from the banjolele that you picked up on your travel? <laughs> well, um, I'm playing a Carla. Oh. Um, yeah, I have this beautiful uke. Actually, a friend of mine sold it to me because he wanted to upgrade to something a bit different. But, yeah, it's a concert. I'm really happy with um, with a concert. I feel like it gives me everything that I need. Um, and I really like this particular one. It's got a lovely sound. And um, my favourite song at the moment, um, you know, I feel... I feel like a little disloyal saying that I really love this ukulele because I have another ukulele that I also really like too. You can only play one at a time. Um, but my other ukulele, um, I got Keb Mo, um, one of my all-time favourite blues artists, I got Keb to sign my ukulele. He, he got a texter and signed it across the bottom there for me. So I really like playing that. And it has got more of a mellow bluesy sound. So if we're playing the blues, I get that one out. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm doing some, you know, finger picking stuff, I, I get this one out. It's got a bit of a brighter tone. Um, sorry. And the second part of the question was. Favourite song. What's favourite song at the moment? Which um, I think is probably a song called Open Up Your Heart. It's a song with a really positive message and it's from an Australian surf movie from the 80s, the late 70s, early 80s. Um, we're a bit of a surfing community up here. Yeah, beautiful. And so, yeah, in our little group, that's one of our um, one of our songs that we really enjoy playing together. You can get some lovely harmonies going. It's got some um, cute little um, picking bits. that kind of stuff which is really neat and then you can layer that with lots of other things and yeah it's really fun to play fantastic well Alita I think we are going to um pull uh call our conversation to a close um now um unless you've got anything else that you'd love to share with the travellers before well, I, say aloha. I would just like to say thank you for getting the Travellers Ukulele Gig Guide up and running because that has led me down all sorts of little rabbit holes and met some fantastic people that have led to some amazing adventures. And so thanks for getting that set up. And thank you to the lady, is it Sharon? I can't remember her name, who did the gig guide. Yes. Yes. That is, was an awesome resource and I hope everybody looks up the festival guide as well because I'm hoping that over time we will build that up to be an absolutely fantastic resource for everybody as they travel around. So happy travels, everyone. Yeah, thanks so much, Alita, and thanks for answering the call. I mean, I started the ukulele, the, um, the, the gig guide, uh, but it's a big work. Everything's a big work, and, you know, it's just all voluntary. And then called out for a couple of people, Amanda Elwood from Brisbane. She helped to put the first list together, and dear Sharon from South Australia. She's um, driving that train 
Um, and we're just going to take turns. And there are capable people out there who want to help. So as long as we keep everything up to date and fresh and people keep communicating, I'm sure we can keep it going on. Yeah. Okay. Well, Alita, all the very, very best to you. Safe travels. Thanks for your contribution. Lovely to see your face and hear your stories. What do you think? You're a podcast listener. Do you think we've got the makings of interesting podcast? Oh, I would love to hear from other travellers and other ukulele players. It's like combining the two things that I'm really interested in. So I think there's definitely something here. Fantastic. I've got about 20 episodes up at the moment. I've been speaking to people around Australia and Tahiti over in New Zealand. I start on the Americans and the Canadians next month. So... Um, <laughs> We'll, we'll, uh, and, and that's just a culmination of conversations from a couple of years of work. So, Alita, all the very best to you. Thanks for uh, tuning in to the Travellers Ukulele Gig Guide podcast. And travellers, until we meet again, safe travels to you all. Aloha. Yay. Thanks so much, Alita. Good conversation. Love it. Thanks for yeah. listening, travellers. Don't forget to subscribe, follow or click notifications on your preferred platform so you don't miss a yarn. We're posting a new episode every Wednesday morning because it's a great hump day pick-me-up kind of a podcast. Thanks for listening. This is Shirley Ann. Aloha.